0: Buenas noches, mi gente. This podcast is brought to you by, as always, Choke Aloha. How do you pronounce that, Sean? Choke Aloha. How do you say it? Choke. Choke. Choke Aloha. Go to ChokeAloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Get 20% off your entire order. And I would always suggest that anytime time they release some patches or stickers... You snag them up as quickly as possible because those go pretty freaking quick. And of course, I get a phone call. Who calls me up now? Come on, you're killing me. Go ahead, chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio and go check out Jujitsu Soko. Hit up JujitsuSoko.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio. Get 10% off your entire order. He finally released the Tiger Blood. Go check out the Tiger Blood. I actually got to put in an order of that too. Now that I got a little bit of dough. It's soap and uh, a couple of other things. I forget. Uh, I Does it make it your a... penis bigger? No, nothing. Nothing except a magnifying glass is going to help you out on that one.
1: No, I can get that uh, that one uh, operation.
0: The, oh yeah, that's right. You can you get can an, get the balloon? No, no, no. Get a lunoplasty. Ad-
1: no, you get an me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dad joke, first one of the night. No, it's actually equipment, linen, and body spray. It's antifungal. So, oh, nice. Yeah, go check it out at uh, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. It's available now. And last but not least, by any means, go check out Giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio and get twenty percent off fifty dollar or more orders. So, if you spend fifty bucks, put in the code, you get twenty percent off of that. What's twenty percent off of fifty? I don't know what do I look like, like. 10 bucks. A mathematician to you? I, I'm, I'm good I was, with I words. I thought you man. were going to throw out a good, like, uh, trailer park boys joke or something in there.
1: Uh, flying fucking carpets. I, a, I passed math with flying
0: fucking carpets. Do you think this is water under the fridge? Meanwhile, thank you very much to all our sponsors for the support. Thank you, everyone, for supporting the podcast. You can always follow my Instagram at Sonder Marketing. Check out the blog, mycosmicjourney.com. Go ahead and shoot some uh, questions out to us at any time you want. Uh, the YouTube channel, too. We've got to start updating the YouTube channel. So I've been working on some stuff to throw up on the YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's just YouTube.com slash Radio. And follow Sean everywhere online. Gorilla Boy BJJ. Make him feel like he's important. Make fun of his selfies. I am impotent. Dude, you realize you take like college Instagram hooker photos. Well, it's funny you say that, because I am in college,
1: and you I are a am hooker.
0: a hooker. Yeah. You definitely, like, if you had boobs, you'd be one of those people taking those photos like, oh, I'm having such a great time with my family, check out my awesome cleavage. That's the kind of photos you take. Anyway, go follow Sean, make fun of him like we all do, and in the meantime, we're going to get this party started.
1: You can't knee Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing! woo. Wheel of dealing! in light! Jet flying! Son of a gun! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down! Hey, buddy. Yo. So I got a question. What's that? When you guys are sitting around at the house. or what house? At your mom's house. Your parents' house. Right? Do you guys speak Spanish, Italian,
0: or English mostly? It it just depends on who's around. But if it's just my parents, Italian. If it's family, like from Argentina, then we only speak Spanish. But obviously if we have guests, then we speak English. So... It's a weird, like, yeah, able you got to figure
1: switch. out, you got to figure out what you're speaking by, by who's around. Yeah,
0: dude. Sometimes it's tough. Like I have to be able to switch on a dime and I just end up being like, eh, eh. that's why sometimes like you'll hear me talking and like maybe it might be a weird stutter or something like that. Cause I'm get jumbled somewhere in the mix. It's like, it's really bad. It, it happens. I'm getting better at it, but I'm also slipping up and losing a lot of my Italian. My Spanish is still fairly decent. Considering things, but yeah, I'm losing a lot of it. That's gonna piss some people off. Fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like What do you want me to tell you? Like, it is what it is, you know. But I, I actually have been working. The tough part is, obviously, I still want to like work on learning Portuguese, and then I really want to actually learn uh, Japanese. Fuck you. Yeah. That's I, a hard language. Well, it's not as I don't think it's as hard as Chinese. It's hard to to learn how to write it and read it, but I think speaking, like, conversational stuff, like, you could probably pick up pretty quick. Yeah, mushy-mushy. Mushy-mushy. Mushy-mushy, Shansan. Like, I, I pick up a lot of it, obviously, like, just watching, like, a lot of foreign movies. Like, I'll, like, be able to decipher some things, but no, I gotta, like, really, really put the effort it, in into learning it.
1: You know what they're doing nowadays is, is they're, they're bringing back Latin as uh, an elective in high schools which yeah. I think is awesome because most most languages are based off of Latin right. so like if you can speak Latin, you could pretty much speak almost all of the european uh based languages there's a not ba- really not not no I don't mean like speak it, but like you could speak you can more, understand basically more if with Latin it'll give you base. a stronger
0: foundation for Spanish it'll make Spanish a lot easier for Italian like people. too yeah. Because I mean,
1: did you know that Ita- the reason people speak Spanish is because of Italy? Why? Because Ita- Italy, Italian settled Spain,
0: right? And then uh, I think you're. I feel like you're bullshit. No, me. no,
1: I swear to God, Italian settled Spain, and that's why the languages are so similar. Right, is be- because Spanish was Italian at one point, and then as regional dialects become, you know, colloquial.
0: I'm gonna to have to fact check you. Yeah, well, you go ahead and fact check. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to to look deeper into that one because I don't know if I, I concur. All Maybe. right, enough
1: linguistics. Let's get
0: into BJJ. Um, so the big news hit that me I, with this surprise. So the big news that I wanted to tell you, <laughs> but I wanted to say for the podcast is, supposedly, we have a grappling match now between Dylan Dennis and Kevin Lee. Oh really An yeah. Interpromotional I don't know if it's inter- well, it is inter- inter-pr- interpromotional But it's because... only grappling but Right but it is
1: We have a Bellator right. athlete and taking a on a gal- UFC athlete
0: So what happened was So what happened What is... happened was Kevin Lee said that Dylan Danis Isn't that good of a grappler And he tapped him out like he had no real problems With him in training Because I guess he they trained together at some point And Dylan Danis Decided to go Conor McGregor and hold up a stack like two solid stacks of cash up to his ear and said, I want to say he said call me Uh, if like if you think this is true just call me and let's set up like a grappling match and Kevin Lee responded just say when so I guess he didn't flinch on that one and I'm supposedly look I don't know what Dylan's financial status is I don't know if he's got cash or if he's going to be having to be like, "Hey, Connor, can well, I borrow hundred k?" Well, well, here's the
1: thing: he didn't say how much he had. He just had two stacks
0: of cash. No, he bet a hundred thousand dollars. That's it. My bet. My bet. I forgot that part. Yeah. Oh. He, he said things,
1: <laughs> things just got real
0: interesting. Yeah. So let me let me read you the exact uh, post that he made here. Um, now here, so
1: while you're doing while you're looking that up, there is there is a difference between. MMA grappling MMA grappling and sport jiu-jitsu, and, and jiu-jitsu, even even at the highest level sport jujitsu.
0: So there he, is a difference he wrote on twitter with a photo and just put it again on instagram saying if what you say is true Motown Phenom then let's roll on instagram live we both put up 100k cash winner takes all only way to win is by submission easy money so that's the thing that it would be no time limit submission only match for
1: $100,000. All I, I can picture is white men can't jump in the beginning, the match between Billy Hoyle. He has, who, I'll hold the money. He, he ain't gonna go nowhere. They gotta <laughs> give the money to a fat guy. He ain't gonna go nowhere. Papa's ain't <laughs> open yet, or
0: whatever it was. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie forever. I was gonna go more great white hype, where he just didn't bother to train and still whipped his ass. Kids no, aren't going to know that. Kids aren't, kids well, are you gonna.
1: know, fuck kids. <laughs> I'm, the opposite fuck of, I'm the opposite of Trick Daddy. Sean, hate them kids. Fuck them. Fuck them right in the ear. But I, I think this is, that's interesting on many levels. Because like I said, MMA Jiu-Jitsu is totally different from the world that Dylan Dennis comes from. Now, even though obviously he's fighting MMA now. There's a difference when you're used to relaxing and taking your time in certain certain positions where an uh, MMA strictly MMA training fighter will not take their time. Will not sometimes they don't do what's right, right in that white right quotation marks in those in those positions. They do, you know, they do what's explosive or what will get them know. out of it.
0: I don't know if if that plays as much of a role in this one as much as Dylan trained with Marcelo for the longest time and he has more experience in both worlds I guess you could say than Kevin does I think in what in both jiu jitsu in jiu jitsu yes. that's what I'm saying like you're talking about MMA jiu jitsu and regular brazilian jiu jitsu like at a BJJ academy like that's what I'm saying. I think Dylan's got more experience on both ends. I think Kevin is probably just more experienced in. I wouldn't say more experienced, more explosive, and strong. You don't think he's
1: got a a more extensive MMA?
0: But pedigree? this is an MMA. We're no, no, there's I not. There's not going to be any punches. It's just going to be grappling. No, no,
1: no. I understand. But what I'm saying is, what he's what what Kevin Lee has has trained mostly is guillotines.
0: A, a, Arm bars, rear naked
1: chokes. Now, but now you say that. Now, what wins an IBJJF nine times out of ten? Guillotines?
0: Well, not not guillotines and and gi, but rear naked chokes and arm bars. Yeah. Right. But, and triangles. And triangles. But if you're still more versed in everything that there is, you're gonna have more tools to catch somebody who only has three. Well, you're, let, let me I, let me let me put it this way.
1: I've so rolling with Rashad Evans. Right. So I was a black belt, brand new black belt last time I rolled with Rashad. Rashad, I couldn't sweep Rashad.
0: Yeah, but you're also talking to a guy who was wrestling since he was a kid. He was what? Wasn't the NCAA or something like that? He was also. Yeah, but what's, UFC champ.
1: What's Kevin Lee's pedigree? Kevin Lee was fought for the fought for a belt on... Kevin Lee
0: is not Rashad Evans. You rolled with Rashad when Rashad was at the peak. When Rashad was yeah. at his peak, getting ready to, to hit his decline. So that's two completely different things. There's no way you could compare them. Well, I, I, I'm
1: just saying we have an MMA guy right. versus a pure... He
0: was the MMA guy. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. Versus a pure you're, jiu-jitsu guy. You're comparing yourself to Dylan Dennis No, I'm not and com- Kevin Lee. To that's your analogy. That's right not now.
1: no, no. That's what I, not what I'm what I'm comparing myself. I'm comparing comparing the worlds. Right. I am a strictly jiu-jitsu guy. I'm not an MMA guy. Right. Rashad's an MMA guy.
0: With wrestling.
1: Dil- right. Dylan Dennis, even though he's an now an MMA guy, he's not an MMA guy with an. But extensive... he rolled with
0: a lot of MMA guys. He helped a lot of MMA guys. Right, train. but he, but that doesn't
1: mean he's got a lot of MMA experience, as far as rolling hard and. But again, it's no not a situation. factor in this. This is a grappling I think match. it
0: is. I don't think so. For what? There's no punches.
1: It doesn't mean it doesn't matter. It's the explosiveness that these guys. I'm the one that said that to begin with. No, I didn't say you didn't. But what I'm saying is. The ex- what what an MMA guy will do in a position, right, compared to what a jujitsu guy will do in a position, mm-hmm. are two different things.
0: Okay, well that's totally different than when you started your. No, your I statement. didn't. I
1: said that exact. I said that exact thing. What I said, what an MMA guy will do in certain positions, isn't the right thing. Now, isn't I said, isn't the orthodox. Thing. Isn't the or, right? That's what I mean when I say right with quotation marks. It's, it's a very unorthodox, explosive, and if you don't, sometimes with the way they do shit, if you don't let go, something's going to break on either them or you. So it's like, when they explode into or out of these positions, it's, it's, it's very unpredictable.
0: Yeah, but it's not like he's only like, with, Dylan Danis isn't Michael Chiesa. Dylan Danis is way above Michael Chiesa. But we, How do we know that? Come on. We don't know. I, but we're gonna find out with two hundred grand on the line. Oh yeah, with a hundred grand on the line, I would definitely. I love. Watch that. I
1: love that Kevin Lee's like okay,
0: yeah. He's probably like Dylan Danny's like fuck. I actually got to get a hundred k now, which again I don't know if he actually has it or not. But let's not forget, Dylan is the one that bailed out Connor when Connor went to jail when he got arrested for the whole thing. Dylan, oh, Dylan Dylan's went, the one that fronted Dylan up the cash. So Connor kind of owes him. Well, so who, knows, saying, who knows? Who like, knows how
1: much Connor was paying him when he was in his camp?
0: I'm sure he, he gave him a pretty penny, or at least or paid he, for maybe everything. he got a
1: percentage of. No, I mean, oh yeah, I that's know. what a lot of coaches get now. Yeah, coaches get but, percentage of the purse. But he
0: wasn't coming in as a coach. He was coming in as just like the jujitsu coach. That's even that's then. Coach. He was probably paying say him. that again. <laughs> yeah, but it's he was not, in his corner. It's not. Uh, well, that's different, but I don't think that he got a percentage off of that. I, I, bet I you he did. No way, no way. Connor would be. What that is Henry? Hooft, this, what is Henry I mean, Hooft at get? the? I don't know. I don't he get gets percentages. Yeah, but Henry Hooft is the coach. He coaches no, all the, entire the coaches.
1: Team. The, the, the way MMA works, the entire because I talk to people like what you
0: really you're gonna tell me that like yeah. I don't like I well, don't no. hang around. When these I'm guys? talking
1: about the Black Zillions. Henry, um, uh, wrestling coach. Craig point. Craig Jones and um, George. They all got a percentage
0: of right. the purse. And the manager and everybody else. Right. But right. they got... these; those but, they got but if you bring in someone just to specifically help you out for that one camp... But he wasn't there for just one camp. Yes, he was. No, he was there for a bunch of camps. He wasn't there for Aldo. He wasn't there for... Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm I a thousand percent sure. No, I think he was. No, he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he, he was. He was not. He was not. He was there for... Dylan didn't go hang out with Connor until like the last bit of time that he was spending with Marcelo, which is why Marcelo ended up getting upset with him. Right, but that's because he, he was realized pre- that was like three years ago. Right. And Connor's been out for how long? Almost a year. A year. and a half. So then what was his last two fights? Well he
1: had um Nate Diaz.
0: And, and that was it. That's, he no, no, started working he won- with him
1: with Nate. No, the last time he the even, second and time he and went then with he won Nate. The, when he when he when he won the one fifty five.
0: Right, but that was this, with Eddie. With Eddie. Right, but he only came so in he after he only came in after the or I don't know we don't the know. first Nate Diaz We match. don't know. I, I know. You don't know? Yes, it's everywhere. He made No, it. you I don't know you, I guarantee you I will put you a hundred thousand dollars in monopoly money. <laughs> that it was the Nate Diaz fight. The second Nate Diaz fight is when he brought in Dylan.
1: Yeah, but he still had one or two more fights after that. And Dylan was in his corner for the whole thing. So if he was his grappling it was coach two years ago. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you. He, he brought him in as his grappling coach. John Cavanaugh was the
0: I think was the I think head if coach. he pays him a salary, he wouldn't pay him a well, we don't Connor know. Connor's too smart of a business. I bet man. you we could Google it. I doubt it. That, But I doubt as it we today.
1: say on this podcast...
0: Facts are for dummies. We don't fact check shit. Um, no, I was, Connor's a, is a smart man. You, you're better off paying someone a salary than a percentage. Of course, of course. So I think he just paid him a salary. I mean like for sure he just paid him salary as to what that salary is I don't know but it would make more sense to pay someone like that salary so he's around you 24-7 instead of doing a percentage because the percentage can be big or small it might be way bigger than the salary do you think
1: working for Conor McGregor would be a fucking blast you think it would be a blast or would it be a nightmare where he goes at like he calls you at you're sleeping two in the morning he's like man I feel like rolling let's go roll
0: there's a lot of people like that. I, again, it depends on what your role is, it, like your actual job position. If you're the fucking gopher, then yeah, it's got to suck. Like you're the bitch. But if you're the grappling coach, okay, so maybe once in a blue moon he calls you up at 2 o'clock in the morning and granted jujitsu jitsu it's your life, fuck it, let's go. You know, It's not like we're talking about like Pablo Popovich and going out with the Sheik or whatever. That's like the Sheik will sit there and tell you like, no, you're staying here. Like we're gonna be rolling five times a day today for the next week and you're just gonna to have to go through it you know I think it's different. but again it's Connor and you're talking about an athlete at, at his prime, the most the most widely known athlete on the world at right now. now. I, would, I say, would say so I would I would
1: say he's close to
0: Other, Muhammad Ali status. Um, not, not as beloved. But popularity, but popularity, was. or was. not popularity? What's uh, um, recognition? Recognition, was. yeah, for sure, for sure. He's getting.
1: Cl- he's. He's probably not there, obviously, but but he's getting close to. Yeah, he's
0: the closest thing we have at this moment in time to a Muhammad Ali. Because yeah, if this was like ten years ago, I would say Tiger Woods was the case. I mean, and Kobe Bryant, but other than that. LeBron maybe? LeBron's pretty LeBron's pretty close, but I think there's more people that know who Connor is than people who know who LeBron is.
1: Yeah, any it, it's, it's especially in Europe. Well, you know, no, basketball's getting bigger in Europe.
0: But basketball is huge in Europe. I mean, you're talking about European teams won the world championships a couple of times. Like they they win the their Copa Americas and stuff like that. So, I think Spain it was cuz it was Gasol that won, but like either way a $100,000 grappling match between a let's say it's a true grappler and an MMA fighter I think would be pretty big money. I don't think it would be equivalent to Floyd versus Conor. No, it's like a, no, no. This,
1: what this is going to this is going to slide under the radar of everybody but hardcore jiu-jitsu
0: an MMA and guy. MMA guys. Yeah.
1: Nobody else the the, the mainstream MMA world is going to You know gonna what's going to kill
0: it? What would end up pretty much destroying the match is the fact that it would only end up being on... online. It wouldn't be streamed on Fight Pass. It wouldn't be a pay-per-view event like Metamorphosis would have been.
1: Well, they, they could get it on Flow. You never know. They could- yeah, but
0: Flow Grappling is still, like, how many, like, what? 10,000 people tops?
1: Yeah, well...
0: You see what I'm saying? Like 10,000 people. How many users are really on Flow Grappling? I refuse to believe that they have more than 10,000 people. They probably have more than 10. I don't think so. Because it's not
1: just Flow Grappling, it's Flow Sports. And there's a lot of...
0: Yeah, but it's still different accounts. So just because... No, but if
1: you join one, you join all.
0: No. If I have Flow Grappling, I don't have Flow Drum Corps. I don't have Flow Rugby. Drum Corps isn't a sport. They have it on there buddy look it up what yeah whoa well. see i told you i fucking you know my shit son it's not a sport though what are you talking about drum corps is a sport what are you kidding me how is drum corps a sport bro you want to see some of the best fucking like trained and mu- just flat-out musicians? choreography They're, no not even man you're talking about some of the best drummers in the world people you've never heard of go look up drum corps granted the choreography is great but if you watch these people fucking play, they're nuts. And you're talking but about... it's
1: not a sport. That's like saying To NASCAR, you and I. That's like saying NASCAR is a sport.
0: Well, NASCAR, NASCAR is a sport. It's not a sport. It's racing. Racing is a sport. No, racing... Just well, because you're doing it in a circle.
1: It's not a... I wouldn't consider what NASCAR What about cycling? Remember
0: old school Olympic cycling where they're just going in circles? Yes. That a is a
1: sport because you're doing the work. And I understand that in NASCAR, you're working as far as... I know it's. I not don't any, even like NASCAR,
0: but I will defend it. I
1: know it's. I know it's a, It's not easy to do. I
0: know it's. It's hard on the body. Um, it's hard on the body for hours on end. It's hard, like man. But
1: it's a hobby. You it's. A, it's, it's you a, have
0: to be a good fucking driver to be a NASCAR yeah, driver. but I also not believe as it's good for, as a Formula One driver. But I believe it's a hobby. Like if you say someone's a driver, no. When you're talking about the kind of money that they make, it's not a hobby.
1: I understand that No I'm not saying that I just don't believe In the pure essence Of the word sport Like Why
0: Because it's They Ping pong is a sport Yes because you're Actually doing something No the paddle's doing something No you are
1: doing something If if it wasn't for your arms
0: The car is not going to move Unless you're pushing the pedal I bet you You're not going to I've seen cars move If the pedal gets stuck well, you still had to push the pedal forward to get stuck. Yeah, but I could stuck. I could shove a knife in it. You just shove the knife into the pedal to get it to move. Right,
1: but then it could go, and then that's it. And i and you. Okay, you, who's gonna bu- turn it?
0: What's that? Who's gonna turn it?
1: it uh, maybe there's a uh, 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 yeah a bungee cord on it, tied to the thing, keeping it. Who straight. set that up? Well, it doesn't matter. You congratulations. But if you, you, you it if a put sport. a stick, if you put a, two sticks together at the end of a ping pong okay. table, what about you're RC not gonna racing? be racing? What about RC racing? Nope, that's a hobby. That is a hobby. So is racing. Okay. I think anything. No way. Yes. Yeah, no, Now. No. Yes. Okay. Anything, anything right. that, that you
0: are not physically. I want you. I want you to go down to the Indy uh, uh, track down in Homestead. <sighs> And go pay to do like two or three laps like that. No, I and know it's no. hard on the body. Don't get me wrong. But so is jet. So would you say. And you're saying no, it takes no skill to do no, I didn't say that. I didn't say okay, it takes then, no so skill. So what, what do you. It's expect? not a
1: sport though. Would what about. You, me, wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, would you say flying jets is a sport? Are you doing it competitively? Is it? No, I didn't.
0: I, I didn't say that. Is flying jets a sport? You're flying a jet. You're driving a car. Those are two different things. But are is if you're doing a it against jet? other people, yes, it's a sport. No,
1: that's there's no that's not. I'm not talking. You're, asking, a, you're asking in, in no. a
0: plane in a jet plane
1: flying. You're talking a competition. It's a competition, but it's Which not makes a, sport. It a sport. No, not. What's no. your definition of sport? Um, I'd have to really think
0: about it. Oh, they. But, how are you gonna sit there? And no, you know, know? no. I have to not. <laughs> I have you don't to, even not. Know.
1: No, I know what it says up here, but what I call a sport is something that you have to do to to. Um. Manipulate the outcome that doesn't take machinery.
0: Well, that's the definition of cheating.
1: The, the, the fact that there's machinery involved in it, I know what you're going to say. Well, a bicycle is technically a machine. Yes. It is a machine. I, I, it has
0: its own lane on the road. That doesn't make it. No, you have
1: to follow no, laws I, for it. But now you want to know you want to, you want me to tell you how you
0: can Okay, do you want the actual definition of sport? Do you want the actual definition? Let me let me just before we go. All right, you go ahead and give me your bullshit you, and you, then want, you want you want me to tell you how you can I'll make give NASCAR you the a sport? Actual like
1: definition. You want to make NASCAR a sport?
0: No. It make is it a sport. Make it, right. No.
1: Make it make them pedal. Make them pedal the fucking this cars. This isn't the fucking Flintstones. I don't care. That to me would make it a sport. So Formula 1's not a sport to you? No. You're if idiot. you're racing cars,
0: you're, if you're all you got to right, do with your foot is let me is give you this? the actual intelligent world's definition Fuck of sport: world. an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. All right,
1: racing's a, comp- a comp-
0: competitive hobby. <laughs> what NASCAR, is NASCAR. That, you're not talking. Cornhole is considered a sport because yeah, you actually have to do something. Yeah, you throw a bag into a hole. That you're telling me That's that sometimes takes the har- more respect. You and I have played cornhole against 180 each other
1: miles. You and I have played cornhole against each other. Sometimes putting that little fucking beanbag in that hole is one of the hardest things on the planet to do, especially if you're down one. If you're down the the points. Yeah. So wait, you're telling me that cornhole
0: is more difficult than NASCAR? It can be. Yes. You have a very fucked up representation of the world. And I'll
1: take that to the grave, you, NASCAR fans you and race fans. Need and help. look, I'm not saying these guys can't be athletic. And I'm not saying that the, the exertion of being in a car and dealing with the G-force and all that stuff is easy to do. I don't say anybody can do it. But I think you can train anybody to become a driver... That's not true. I didn't say
0: a, I didn't say like a NASCAR driver. I just said I, I know as a person, not everybody should is able to go and drive a car. Yeah, I think they can. No, absolutely not. Most I'd
1: say ninety percent of the world could become a driver. Maybe more, maybe a higher percentage, but I don't think ninety percent of the world can become a
0: competitive ping pong player. That's not true. I don't believe it. It takes a you're telling me more people would be qualified to competitively, competitively I'm drive a, a NASCAR vehicle.
1: They would be. They'd have a better people chance. People could be
0: playing ping pong. Yes, I bet you. I bet you. Do guy. you understand the kind of fast reflexes it takes to play ping pong? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you know the reflexes that it takes to be a NASCAR driver? Yeah, because I drive in a car every day. Now you drive a fucking hatchback with a maybe one ten horsepower. I don't know a horsepower. Oh, so then how are we talking about racing if you don't know horsepower?
1: Because I don't know, need to know anything about a car. I'm like Cole Trickle.
0: <laughs> you can put me in the car, I can drive. <laughs> Look, man, I may not be a huge NASCAR fan, but it takes some fucking skill to drive that car. I didn't say it, Do did you me. even know how to drive manual? Yeah, of course. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I had, I, most of my cars were manual.
1: Mm, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, would you like to call my
0: nana and mm-hmm. ask her? No, your nana is gonna lie for you no matter what. You want to call my mom? I could ask her if like you got laid yesterday. So She'd be like, "Oh will... yeah, totally." You, you want to call my mom? No, my mom will tell you too. Your mom will lie for you too. No, she will not. Uh, heck, yes,
1: she would. My uh, first of all, my grandmother would not lie because my grandmother does not lie. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. My grandmother <laughs> lied to you about a lot. of My stuff grandmother.
1: So. So of course, my grandmother had a, went to. A, we were at a friend's wedding. All my wrestling buddies, who I used to do the pro wrestling with, right. were standing around. And what story does my grandmother... The time you pooped your pants? No. Oh. No. My grandmother tells them about when I was a little kid. Now, these are my wrestling buddies. Right. She About how I was afraid when I was little that when I grew, my ding-ding wouldn't grow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's there was a legitimate fear.
1: Look what that's happened. That's <laughs> my grandmother. So my grandmother would not lie.
0: I think she would like even me. worse. I, had I a, find that disrespectful. I had a
1: 1993 think... Mighty Max uh-huh. that was manual transmission and ready for this. No power steering.
0: Oh whatever! I've had plenty of cars with no power steering. Right,
1: but manual trans, manual and no power steering. Yeah. That was a pain in the dick. It's called driving. Yeah, I know, and I can do it. And I could probably, I could probably, been. I, I bet part. you, I could last a couple laps in a NASCAR longer than I could last. I will take
0: you to Dave and Buster's and we could sit there and actually test it out. I want to see how good your actual, actually, you know what? I think there's like better simulators. There's like full-on simulators that we could go to and see and test it out. Well, maybe we will. All right, I'll put that challenge out there because that just blows my mind. I'm just offended at the fact that you would sit there and say that your grandma wouldn't lie for you. That's a true, true story. I don't believe My that.
1: grandmother does not lie. She's like. She's like uh, Next time I see her, I'm going to ask. George Washington. Because you're saying she doesn't love you. She loves me, but she's not going to comp. I know for a fact.
0: If I needed it, my mom would lie for me. For
1: well, sure. of course. I think my mom would lie for me, too. You just said she
0: wouldn't. No. My grandmother won't lie for me. For sure, my grandma would lie see, for me. She has won't. before. My grandma's got my back. That's the yeah. best. My grandma is the shit. Because she, for sure, I'd be like, Grandma, I kill somebody. Don't tell anybody. She's like, I'll hide the body with you. Let's go. My grandma is ride or die, for well, sure. My, my grandmother might do that. But if it came down to this, if it came down to
1: something that like didn't involve my safety or, or, your or, or me going to <laughs> jail, she wouldn't She would. She wouldn't lie. She would put me on front street because that's who she is. My grandmother is 88 years old. She has no filter anymore. She's pretty young. She's just like... Whatever comes to her mouth yeah. is what is said. Like, she doesn't she doesn't. It's kind of awesome because she just does not give a shit anymore about what is
0: said. See, like, I wouldn't want to wait that long to be like that. I want to be like that now. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to say whatever. It's anymore. hard, though. We still I, have. Not it. really. I mean, it I, is. I choose to watch what I say, but it is not. It yeah. is more difficult for me to. And they did, too, at one point. The older you yeah. get, the less you, <laughs> but you, see, less the you thing. care. It's more difficult for me not to just say what I want to say. It's not because I don't care It's because I'm smart enough to know Like I gotta watch out for the For the outcome I think a lot of people are afraid To say what they What they really think oh,
1: I don't I think my, I think 90% I think 90% of the population You keep on
0: using this Fucking 90% of the population shit yeah. I don't know where you're getting this Could be
1: higher I don't Like
0: know. 60% of the time I think most people
1: time. Don't say what they really mean For sure That's That's a given Or what they wanna say
0: Yeah Haha,
1: <laughs> that smile. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. it mean, it, but in their head, they're saying, you fuck you, fucking you, you fucking asshole.
0: I just say it. I just say it. Go ahead and, out and say it. That's why I love to honk. I honk. That's my oh. way of politely saying fuck off. I
1: don't honk. I hold the horn. Oh. I don't go, Burr. I hold it until yeah. I drive by them, and then I continue to hold it while I'm <laughs> flicking them off, and I then will, I let it go. It's, I
0: want to install one of those like big rig air horns in my car so much so much some dickhole. i hole. want to slightly give people a heart attack. some
1: dick hole had one in uh downtown del rey a couple yeah. of weeks ago and blasting it down and, the- it, and like i was just walking on the ave and bruh, scared the shit out of me
0: yeah that's an asshole though like i get it if you're trying to prank people but you got to remember that like you can make people deaf for that like, if that was me and it was someone that was just being a jerk like that for no reason, like, haha like, I would fucking throw my drink straight at their car.
1: If I, I didn't have anything in my I hands. would
0: easily just throw my drink straight at their car for being a piece of shit. Like, I get it, like, if you're around your friends and you want to fuck with them. Like, there was a, a YouTube channel. That that was, like, the whole thing. It was, like, a truck horn prank. And they would do that. I'm, there was a good prank. I remember seeing a long time ago. It was in Europe. These three guys. I want to say it was the Dudesons. They had, like, the tiniest little, like fiat punto like you know the little like just like a mini bumper car kind of thing a little bit bigger than a smart car i would probably say it was like the size of a smart car and they installed one in there so you see this little like tiny car like puttering up and then they get next to a car and just blasting it It is the best but if you're in a truck being a dick yeah you're just a dick it's fun hey i finally saw mission impossible the new one
1: yeah well, so I'm, fucking. I, I also saw a movie on Sunday. What? The Meg.
0: Damn! Don't tell me I want to watch that still. Did you know that. it won the box office? Yeah, I saw that. Crazy. Seventeen million or something. One hundred forty-five like million. But there was nothing else really going on.
1: No, but still. Yeah. A, a movie about a giant shark.
0: Sharknado. Yeah, but I was honestly, I was pleasantly surprised. All right, don't tell me. I'm don't not gonna. T- I'm not gonna. You know what? I did it. finally fucking watch, like an idiot, six months after the fact. What? The Avengers. I finally now just watched it the other day. I'm not happy with the ending. And why aren't you happy with the ending? I...
1: Spoiler alert! If you don't want to hear about what happened
0: to the yeah. Avengers... I, I highly doubt that anyone waited longer than me to watch that movie. Alright, what didn't you like? I just... I was not happy with the ending. I was just... I don't... First of all, Josh Brolin did a pretty decent job. As, uh... As Cable? No, as, um... <laughs> Which McCall He it, did do
1: a good, decent job as Cable. No, Thanos. Yeah, but he also was Cable and, and Yeah, I didn't watch that too. one yet.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that one yet. That's he's, another he's six a, months He's a now.
1: character in the... Two characters in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, which...
0: Well, technically... You can't really... Well, I haven't seen a new one, so I have to see them, but... Yeah, I think he did a good job as Thanos. Yeah, I think so, too. I think... Well, yeah, the computer did a great job. Yeah, but, the computer did a good job. But... I don't know. I just I wasn't I wasn't happy with the let off, and then what I, what weren't you happy with? Is what I I'm... just I think it was too anticlimactic because there has to be a part two. Well, there is. Yeah, but I think it ended in a wrong way.
1: That, but the the in, Infinity Wars happened
0: in the same way on, in the comics. Right. I don't like the way that they cut it off though. And then you've, the where would you the post credits scene. Where would you propose they would have cut it off? I think it would have been better to cut it off maybe as uh, Iron Man. Like, cut it off right there. What do you mean? Like, cut it off right as you see, like, his face as he's getting, like, whisked away. No, Iron Man lived. No, not Iron Man. Um, Fuck. uh, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. Strange. Strange. Strange would have been good, but then you can't see the rest of the movie. Um,. No, like Captain America or something like more I climactic. I think he, like he that. lived too. No, he didn't. Cap lived. No, he didn't. No, because he got whisked away too. No, pretty, pretty sure. sure. Pretty sure Cap. Or the Hulk. Not. The Hulk. The Hulk. Disappeared too. I'm pretty sure Cap did not though. I have to double check. I was like so fucking tired by that point. I just passed out. Yeah. Off. Um, but it was good overall. I thought the movie was pretty good. But yeah, I still gotta watch Deadpool. You know what? Fuck, I still haven't watched Logan. I still gotta watch. Logan. Oh, Logan's really good. Yeah, I'll
1: tell you what I'm most excited for. Dude's nuts.
0: <laughs> I've become very excited for John Wick's. Oh, for sure. Um, who was it that we know? Oh, I think Tom. Tom didn't like him.
1: Tom didn't like John Wick. I was was you it sure? Thomas?
0: I forget who it was. Someone I was talking to said that that he didn't like the movies, and I told him to go fuck himself. Yeah.
1: Well, what was one of my favorite scenes was in. The, in John Wick Two, mm. was the common character Cassius and John Wick fight? Yeah. Now, did you? Common. Yeah. Did, did you see like the jujitsu that they were using? Yeah, it was legit. It's but he legit. They yeah, both, yeah. but they they both have to train for that. But like, it was like, it was drills that we've all done. Yeah. In jujitsu class, and it's like, oh, here it is in a street fight. Yeah. You know, and and it they made it's the choreography. Makes
0: It's more realistic than it is fancy. Yes. Not like right. Pacific Rim where it was just like, oh, he goes for the flying arm bar.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. And it's it you know what the most i I'll tell you what the most realistic use of jujitsu I've ever seen is in a fight uh, uh was um lethal weapon. The new one? No. Or no the
0: Jet Lee one? No. The first one. Yeah. The fight between but no, the, that was a bullshit triangle though. He didn't close he, the triangle. Yeah, I understand. But that, that was the first real introduction of it. Because you know who was the fight
1: choreographer on that.
0: Oh. Oh, Gracie, what's his name? Um Was it Hoyler? Not Hoyler. Um okay. I wanna say Huron. I think it was Huron. It
1: was it was either that or the Machados. I don't remember. But I remember no, it, was it wasn't a, the Machados. It was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu legend. Yeah. Reading it, and that was eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, and then and then come to, you know it's it's funny is how jitsu has been on the outskirts of popular culture
0: since the eighties. Like mm, no no yeah because that, that was in the eighties. The first yeah, but that was just in Cali, maybe in Cali. Right. Well,
1: I right, but on the outskirts. That was our first kind of, and then uh, Tech Walker Texas Ranger. Um, he was still all about the karate. No, he brought the Machados on.
0: No, he's well, He's the one that brought them over here. But I yeah, but he was. They were on the show. Yeah, they. He brought them on the I show. I think it was just so he could get them paid, and they probably smoothed them over, saying all kinds of stuff like, "We'll give you your black belt if you bring us over." Well, I don't know. It was that. the Machados, though. It was the Machados, for sure. Uh oh. Yeah, it was the Machados for sure, in Seattle or something, right? Well, I don't know. Wherever they filmed. Texas. Well, no, that was in Texas, but no, like when he actually brought them over here, I don't know where they said it was Machado. in like California. Well, I know,
1: I know the one <clears throat> Machado actually used used to go by Gracie Regan. I think it was Regan. They started calling him something yeah. Gracie, uh, maybe Hegan Gracie. I don't know, but uh, but they started calling him Gracie until yeah, he's the Fallout. Yeah,
0: whatever. Yeah, I gotta. I haven't watched that movie in forever. So what I I, I don't
1: know. Uh, so what I do with all my first time jujitsu students is I give them homework. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna check their oil. No no no. Um, I, I I I give them homework and I make them watch the documentary on YouTube, The Roll, uh,
0: BJJ and SoCal. Really, you wouldn't go to choke? Nope. The Roll's is a good one though.
1: The reason I don't have him go to choke is because choke is more even though it's it's hixon and and you know all the awesomeness that is hickson it's based around an m m a fight and you kind of lose the importance of jiu Jitsu in that like it's more about the man than the sport yeah. where role. I believe gives the watcher. It gives the soul and the spirit of it. It gives the soul and the spirit of the sport. Yeah. It gives you. It gives you the culture. Yeah. Which I think is important. I, I think it's important to, for people to understand the culture of the sport they're getting into. Like, you. Yes, it looks cool. You've seen it on UFC, but but, jujitsu is not breaking arms and 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 choking people out. Because you're the cool guy on TV. It's eh, it's it's chill out, relax.
0: Yeah, but it does... I mean, I think it's great. I think it's a great approach to it for sure. But I think that a majority of people would say that it became such a an impactful or pivotal point in their life because of how they grew up. I don't know if that would really... I don't. I don't know if I would do it on the first one. I would say after like a month. I would say go watch that. Just because. Well, no, no. I don't. I don't make. It's
1: not a first day. Thing. Yeah. It's it's when when I when I understand that they get hooked. Yeah. Into go watch it. Yeah. When when I when I am sure that they're hooked into jujitsu. Like okay, they're in. They get and it. They get it, and and they're like they're starting to get hungry for everything jujitsu. Yeah. That's when I say okay, this is what I want you to do because this is what I want you to understand. I want you to understand the culture of what you're getting into. Yeah. And um you know, it's it's become a running joke. It's it's all uses and açaí bowls. I'll stick with the açaí bowl, but I refuse
0: to use us. Oh dude, I
1: so I just told the guys today. So like it's after we get done and I bow us out, I always say I say us when I do it because yeah. it's been such a part of my routine with yeah. it that I can't stop saying it. And I told the, the, I told the guys this morning, I said, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. I hate saying us. I, fucking I hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Why? Number one, I'm not Japanese. It's, it's <laughs> Number two, it doesn't like, I just feel stupid saying us.
0: When the majority of the people don't even know what the, the roots of it is. Right. Uh, for me, it's, I'm just never one to... I wouldn't say drink the Kool-Aid, because I drank the Kool-Aid, obviously I'm here. This is what I'm doing. But I've never won to buy a thousand percent into something like that. Because then you lose the the What's the like I'm trying to think of the way to say, it. like you lose the the outside perspective of it. Because you're so engraved into it, you're like, oh I'm just gonna buy into it. I'm gonna buy every single rash guard, I'm gonna buy all this and that and the other. It's like all right, well, it's great that you love it, but don't fall blind to what the whole what? objective really is. I honestly, like it's great that you yeah. have a passion for something in that lifestyle and obviously this is what I'm all about, but don't ever fall into something it it's like a religion. Don't do a religion unless you know what it is that you're believing in.
1: Well, here here's I think you should go I, I cuz I was in it. At one point, a thousand percent. I know this is weird that a black belt saying I was in it a thousand percent, even though I teach every day and I do jujitsu almost every single day. Um, I've not that I'm not in into it a thousand percent anymore. Well, that's not it, I'm not into it a thousand percent anymore. There's other things that have my interests, yeah. So, like, um, where before I would have just done jujitsu no matter what, now if something cool. A different experience Or Say there's waves If there's waves I'm going to take the paddleboard out And I'm going to go surf Yeah As opposed to Oh man I, 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 was, I want to roll I need to roll I need to roll Because we've all gone through that Where we're addicted to Jukits
0: yeah. It's You got to understand Even from my point of view It's a part of who you are it doesn't define who you are and for some people it does and that's great for them no problem like that's your thing cool but for me i've always been a person like everything that i do that i'm passionate about is a part of who i am it doesn't make me who i am so if you take that away like do you not have it you know so for me it's like i'm not gonna buy into it like i'm not gonna say oh it's just because everybody else is oh it's the same reason how everyone's like oh well if it's not Gracie Jujitsu, it's bullshit jiu-jitsu like uh well i don't know about all that Like, it still works. It just depends on who your source is. And that removes people from having that mental power over you because I think it's obvious to see there's a lot of teachers out there that have that disrespectfully to the art try and manipulate their students to have a mental control over Like the guy that Romulo Barros Silva, the one that molested like three people that sexually assaulted three students. You know, or look at what happened with fucking what's his name, um, Gunkalvis uh, yeah, over in yeah. Fort Myers. You know, well,
1: it's it's what happens. It's weird. Is there becomes like the the teacher almost becomes like this holy man figure to them.
0: And that and that brings me to something that's always bugged me is the when the black belt takes advantage of that and ends up being like the fucking the Jim Jones Yeah, well like he ends up Jones fucking figure. banging all the chicks that come in, you know? It's like why is like the teacher always dating one of the students? Yeah. Like that's that to me is like draws a line And, You know, whatever sometimes it happens. It happens. Maybe it, it happens. is. But if you look at it and you and I've been around long enough to see people come and go. There's always something that happens when someone first comes in and they finally get bit by the bug that's jiu jitsu and they fall in love with it. They fall everything about it. And all of a sudden, they they become getting crushes on these black belts. And you know damn well, maybe it might be a small percentage of the character. But it's truthfully because this person is a black belt. And they have this this awe about them because, oh, that's a black belt. And then a black belt might take advantage of that.
1: But you know what? I think that's getting less and less. And I'll, I don't think so. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because I think more and more – since since more and more people are doing jiu-jitsu – more and more black belts are appearing, so it's like, wh- what happened? Like,
0: and it, and that's not to like to yeah. disrespect anybody that might have done no, no, like that. Let's but.
1: let's let's look at look at us. Well, I'm you, not a black belt. No, I know, but what I'm going to say is, you knew me before I was a black belt. Um, did you, was I still purple? Or no, no, I was brown. I was brown. Um, our rep, our relationship is different. Hat. Had yeah, you, I'm not banging you. Had you not known me before I became a black belt, like like what happens is, is is what happens to a lot of people is they're normal up until black belt. Once you hit black belt, people start looking at them way different.
0: Yeah, like you're all of a sudden got superpowers. Like
1: you got superpowers all of a sudden. Where I think had you come into uh, Jocko and I was already a black belt, there would have been a different dynamic. I think between us, but because we got to know each other as, as regular quote unquote, as a regular just jujitsu practice practitioner. Yeah. That it it made it easier for us to get to know each other. Like some people. yeah. I mean,
0: I guess so, but I mean, it's also one of those things that like, you know, when you end up meeting someone that's into the same stuff that you are, you end up connecting with them better than, obviously, people that, that you don't. And that's, like, one of my things is always, like said, like, just because you train with someone doesn't mean you have to be fucking best friends with them. Yeah, That's the biggest thing people need to understand. Like, and I learned that the hard way, too, is, like, just because you train with someone and you're cool in the gym doesn't mean you have to like them but you have to respect them when you're on the mat. When you're outside, it's whatever. Like it's up to you how you want to handle it. But there's a lot of people that I might have trained with that I'm like I don't fucking like them.
1: And and here's I I have another thing that's not a popular view. I don't see jiu as a team sport. It's not. Um it's I not. And, and like I see all these people like all about the teams. Team this or, you know, team yeah. that or whatever. And that's cool, man. If you if that's what you're is that's your if that's your gig, be a team player. And, and there's nothing wrong with uh being a team player um but you have to realize no matter who's out there no matter who's coaching you no matter who's cheering you on it's you on that mat and that's it yeah it's your decisions there's no other there's nothing that nobody's going to do is going to make a difference well i shouldn't say that um see like i I, but if you put the same mentality if you put the work in you should have some success in jujitsu. jitsu Yeah. If you listen to your coaches, you should have success in jiu-jitsu. But you have to be able to listen to the coach and understand what's going on. So it's really not the coach. When you're being coached, it's not like you're uh, in, a, in a competition. It's not like they're telling you anything you don't know. They're just reminding
0: you of what's there. And they see things from an outside perspective that you might be so caught up in the moment. And, like, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing that I love about – training under uh, George Santiago is that you know what like when I go to compete he showed up but I also learned from him that you're not always going to have a coach there so do it I think from an aspect and obviously you and I spoke about this before I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast like I think from white belt up to a certain point in blue belt a coach should always be there for his students. They just have to be there. I think they just have to be there because they need that instruction. They need that guidance. It's a responsibility that you take on. But after a certain point, they have to be able to sit there and say, you don't need me. Like, I, let's say they might not be able to show up. You should be confident enough in yourself and what you were taught that you can go and show up. And that's the thing that I learned the most just from learning from, from George is the fact that He'll go out and he has the experience. He he'll compete. Doesn't have to be anybody there to tell him. Yeah. But he gives me enough information to say like, Alex, drill this, train this, and now when you go compete, this is what you're gonna do. I don't need to have anybody there, and that's the point of my journey where I start learning. You know what? Like we said, it's not a team sport. You're the only one competing. No one's going else is gonna lose. Nobody else is gonna win. You know. You can thank the people that that. You train with if you want to and you can thank the people that support you but at the end of the day it's just you. It's just you out there and I think that's one of the things why I hate the the team awards. That they give out. I think that's bullshit. Like IBJJF or oh, like yeah. New Breed or whatever, they'll give out that. Oh, the team with the most points. Like, okay. Well, if well, you go there with the most people, you're probably going to get the most right, points. Right, exactly. So there, you don't really win anything. So, okay, so you got an academy maybe that's been there longer. But we have a smaller gym. In our gym, every single person gold. Every single person gold. Okay. But we only get 30 points. And it might have been massive brackets with beasts. But because you got other people and you got, you know, 100 students that come out, 50 of them were, you know, 8-year-olds or, or something. Or, or,
1: or had three people in there. Yeah.
0: Like that's a bullshit award. Yeah. That's just – that's their way of saying like, oh, come back next time. Come back next time. So you're going to sit there. That teacher is going to tell all their students, go there, go there, go there. Let's get as many people to compete as possible. Well, I,
1: that's – what that is is if you win that – you can say you can put oh, that we number one team. You and can put that on your front desk and say, look,
0: right. And it, it's just a marketing ploy, but it always bugged me because at the end of the day, like that shouldn't even be out there. That shouldn't even be a proposition. Like that shouldn't be an award that you could win. Like okay, because it might draw back from everybody else. Like okay, well you know we don't have five thousand students that get to go to Worlds or get to go to Pan Am's or this that, and the other. Why are you giving that award out?
1: You know what's funny is I prefer to compete with nobody there.
0: I'm the same way. I think I would, I would prefer to have one coach there, maybe, like, or one teammate that I trust, trust that I train with. Like, if it's you and I, granted you're a black belt, but I'm gonna sit there and know exactly how you roll, exactly where you're thinking, when you're thinking it. But at the end of the day, yeah, like I don't want, I don't want to have to think about anybody. I don't want to have to talk to anybody. Yeah, just let me do. And my that's thing. not like being negative. It's just I don't want to worry about it. And I've done I've done competitions where I had nobody. Well, that's when you did Worlds. The Worlds, yeah. yeah Worlds Masters, like, you know, it's and well, you had Polga on one.
1: Not the year. On, well, he was there. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know he was there till yeah. afterwards. The you know
0: what's funny? Is talking about that is when we did Miami Open earlier on in the year, and one kid that was in my division competed before me and i'm like damn he's got nobody but i could tell he was like a brand new like blue belt i forget this guy's name i'm like hey bro is anybody here coaching you he's like no 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 i was like you want me to coach you i can coach you I mean like we're the same size and i can tell that we have kind of like the same game like i can tell you what to look out for he's like yeah please man any help that you can give me i'd appreciate it i'm like okay well what do you want me to, like what's your name what do you want me to call you like so you know it's me he's like just call me red he was a ginger guy I'm like, all right, cool, Red, no problem. So he went, he competed again, and I could tell, first of all, he was already exhausted. Like, the first, like, match burnt him out. But I'm like, Red, do this, do that, do that. And I can tell he was actually listening. He was helping out, you know. And, like, what I was saying was helping out. If I hadn't done that, he probably would have gotten finished sooner. But he was just too exhausted. I could tell he gave up. But it's one of those things, you know, like, you never know who's going to be able to help you out. But at the end of the day, you might need somebody there to sit there and give you that third-person point of view.
1: Yeah, for sure. But it's funny. is like even though I've had people yelling and I can, I can hear them, I can hear what they're saying. Not everybody can react to it. It's like – I and I, I can react to it. It's just sometimes you're just not able to. Yeah. That's what people
0: forget is just like I can't move. Well, that's what happened with me even at the kickboxing tournament. Well,
1: well, well, I'm I'm talking more like they want you to do where the whoever's coaching you wants you to do one thing and um you're like if they have a grip that the other person can't see. Yeah. And like if you do what they're telling you to do, it puts you in a precarious position or you know, or or they've got an arm or they got some an arm in or something that just puts it like if you were to do it, because they can't telegraph your move. Well, no, because they are only getting technically a, a one one angle view right. of what's going on, so they may not know what's going, what how hard the guy's squeezing with his legs, yeah. or where if his foot is great
0: vibe. or if you're injured, or if something's hurting. Right, right. So it's like they don't know. Well, so the, I was even remember, were you there for that one? I don't think you were there for that one. Um, the new breed that I did that I got injured and Gilbert was actually coaching me on that one Uh, that was yeah I I did a new breed and I went to the finals and funny enough I was competing against one of AJ's guys Um, and he went to sweep me and I pulled my leg and it actually I ended up ripping my groin and we ended up landing I landed in half guard and I had dislocated my shoulder on the first match in the beginning like of the the whole thing and I was sitting there trying to go, and everyone's like, oh, kick out, kick out. I'm like, I can't fucking move my leg. Yeah. Like, I don't. And then the guy heard that, and that's when he started smashing even harder. There was just nothing I could do. I literally, all I could do was just kind of, like, flex and try and keep him there. But that was it. So, yeah. like, you, you don't know. But, again, it's, it's multiple facets of it. So I see it. I think, truthfully, the real point of having the black belt and the coach there is to fight for your points. Yeah, with the refs. Especially if you're not Brazilian. yeah. Especially if you're not Brazilian, or if you're going up against like a big name, you're not gonna get those. You're not gonna get those. It's just it is what it is.
1: No, and and, and we've talked about the the bias in IBJJF many times. Yeah, it's 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 getting to the point where changes need to be made because again, it's, I, it's
0: it, if someone could start a good quality tournament where those things were fixed and maybe a couple of other things were tweaked about it. It would take a long time. I would say it would take a good few years of roughing it, but I think that they would easily overtake IBJJF. I think the mm-hmm. IBJJF, the whole glory about, about IBJJF, it's just because it's been around the longest. So It doesn't really mean right. anything. There's,
1: there's, Obviously, there's match. So Say a match ends in a 0-0 tie. Sometimes, obviously, there's a more aggressive, more, uh, you, you, you know that there's a legit winner. Yeah. Because this, he just couldn't get anything off. Yeah. He was more aggressive. He was going for more things. You know that that there's a winner to that. Yeah. But there's other matches that, and in a 0-0 zero, zero tie that you go, man, that could be anybody's.
0: Could or be. any tie. But see, that's why I think if it's a finals match, no matter what division, and it's a draw like that, then it should go into like a sudden death mode where it's like submission. We're going by submission. First one to get to submission. So if it goes 30 minutes, it goes 30 minutes. But I well, think yeah, you, you don't have time in a, in a tournament uh, like that. You have to you have to make what it that I, way. No. If you want to be truthfully fair, or first one to I submission. What I say,
1: if, 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 in a in a um, in a submission only tournament, that makes sense. in a, in a tournament, dude, you could ha- what could happen there would you'd have you'd be there till. Four o'clock in the morning. Sometimes that's how cricket is. Yeah, but fuck cricket. Where's in America? we we're, we got shit to do, man. So here's what I I'm totally for a coin flip. If it's a if it's a tie, that's then, not fair, though. Why? I don't think so. It's totally fair because why? It doesn't matter. It's not you. It's not the ref making decision. It's not somebody else making a decision.
0: How do you it's, know it's not a loaded coin?
1: Well, you yeah there's a loaded coin if they show you one side and if the both sides are the same it doesn't matter
0: the, if they're both the same how do you know who wins
1: no if, if they're both not i mean saying if they're both the same you know it's a loaded coin but you can't load a
0: coin uh when you flip it if, sure you, can. you can't You can really if you use a loaded coin it's going to fall on the same part it's every not time. it's not because if you actually flip it
1: it's flipping like this it doesn't mean it's going to land on the heavy side down that's not true. It's not like dice. Dice are totally different. can no, totally can. You can you can manipulate the outcome, sure. But what if they say, okay, you choose, uh, you know, this guy chooses the heads or tails. Right. I mean, that's on you. If you chose heads and it's a loaded fucking thing, and it's, it's still out of your hands. No, but but it's, it's still not. I just fair. I just think I just think a coin flip is more fair than a judge's decision. I don't disagree with that at all.
0: I really don't. So in a tournament,
1: I could see a coin flip being the deciding factor. Yeah. Because that way what whatever. And then there's one other thing that I don't agree with uh-huh. that is rampant in the jiu-jitsu community and that's two people from the same school not competing
0: against each other in yeah. a tournament. I think it's uh, they should like they should let them do it. 100%. Let them do it is it 100%. going to bring I think look it's no, up it's up to the to the professor of that academy to sit there and squash any beef that might end up arising yeah. because of that. And here's the I thing, I think it's you, more to keep people from from tanking it more than issues. I think it's really more about tanking it.
1: Well, then if they tank it, they tank it. Who cares? If they don't want to win, that's that's then they want to give it to their boy, fuck it, that's what they do. But don't don't rob these guys of a tr- if they both want to compete, they both want first.
0: Yeah. Don't Well, it's usually of that like the seniority.
1: It's seniority, but that's bullshit because yeah. there's some guys who may have say say you've been a blue belt longer than I was a blue belt, but you come once every two days and I come every day. Every day, should you get the win because you've been a blue belt longer than me? Yeah, because I'm
0: better. <coughs> I'm just I
1: better. just, <laughs> I just don't believe that's that should be.
0: I don't disagree with you. I I think that's you know I agree. It should be like. Fight for it. You gotta go. You want it. You fight for it. That's it. At the end of the day, you know, it's if we're really talking about respect on the mats, then it, it shouldn't, matter. shouldn't matter. It Your shouldn't matter. Your ego
1: shouldn't shouldn't let there be beef. Yeah.
0: If there is beef, that's between you guys. But you know, other people want a a deciding factor on who won, who didn't, and it's one of those things that people really, really need to to reassess. And that's why I say I think if you had a tournament that really came in. And tweet the, the siding stuff like that, you'd be fine. That's the problem that I have with New Breed. At the end of the day, it's the same refs that do IBJJF a lot of the times, because the same people that refer IBJJF end up coming in for New Breed if they're local. But, and I'm not knocking New Breed by any means. It's a good tournament for 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 what it is. I don't think it would compete with IBJJF. I I don't. I don't give. I don't a, think. I don't think he wants to compete with him. I think he knows uh, yeah, his and niche, it's not, and it's great. Um, but you know, I also wouldn't give Naga the same kind of respect on the quality of like. The Naga hasn't come stuff. down here in a long time. I've noticed. Uh, no, they were just up here like a few months ago.
1: Yeah, but that was like the first time. In well you got to remember, time. like
0: Naga like disappeared for a while because they got flooded. What do you mean they got? There was, if I remember the story correctly, the Naga offices were. Up in New Jersey, New York, I they New Jersey, were
1: in Kip, whatever's house,
0: right? But what happened was when they had like there was that hurricane that hit up north and it fucked everything up. And I New Jersey, yeah, yeah, it, it was Sandy, like Hurricane Sandy, yeah. So it fucked up their whole offices, so they lost everything. So they were like slowly going back again. That's what I heard. Whether that's true or not, I could be totally fucking wrong, and it might have been high or something when when I heard that, but. It's that's the story that I heard. So that's why it disappeared for the longest time. Yeah,
1: that was the first tournament I ever did with a naga. Yeah, I did it at Palm Beach, that's Central Palm Beach Central High School It yeah. was my
0: first one. That's way back.
1: Well, I was 12, twelve. But you years did
0: ago. it right when it was when it. You did exactly what it was meant for: wrestlers and grapplers. That's it. It wasn't jujitsu people. I right. think now, they're more focusing on jujitsu people, with some of the grapplers that still want to challenge it. Eh, it is what it is. Oh, man. I'm still kind of beat up from the, from fucking, the fight. I'm sure. Like, my feet more than anything.
1: You know, it, it, it it's it's a uh, it gives you
0: respect to these guys that fucking, like. Oh, they do, like, the eight matches in a weekend kind of thing? Yeah, yeah dude. I, but I've never not respected those guys. No, no, I'm not talking you. I'm just yeah. talking
1: people in general. Like, people don't realize how hard a fight is on your body. Yeah.
0: Even a ju- even a jiu- jitsu tournament. Man. There's a lot I, There's a lot of it. us are like, the next day you're like, man, why is my arm hurting? Like, yeah. oh yeah, because I almost got an arm bar. Yeah. Or
1: why is my back hurt? Oh, because a guy kept breaking my, breaking me down every time I tried to stand up. Or you whatever. know
0: what's funny is I've been taking a, a CPR AD certification class because I want to like get recertified and the guy teaching it is going through all the slides, whatever, and then we talk about concussions. He's like, has anybody ever had... A head injury, or this, that, and the other. i like, right here. <laughs> so they asked me questions. I'm like, oh, I mean, last week. I just got one last week. It was a mild concussion. But I had a really, really bad one years ago. Like a legit concussion. It made me stop wakeboarding. But, yeah. It's, Did you go out? <laughs> I would have rather gone out. <coughs> Excuse me. Honestly. I would have rather gone out. I never told you this? No. So I used to wakeboard a lot. That was like my thing, like, way back in, in the college days. So... I went to Quiet Waters by myself one day, and have you been to Quiet Waters? Yeah. So for people that don't know, Quiet Waters Ski Rixon is a cable park. So basically, it's a giant pond slash lake, whatever you want to call it, that has a cable machine hanging over it. So you stand at a dock holding onto this cable, and when this hook comes flying past, it'll click in, and it pulls you. And it pulls you around the whole time. Now the difference is, is when you're on a boat. There's someone manning the boat. And you can like, you have code words like thumbs up, speed up, speed down, trim up, trim down, whatever. So if you're thinking, okay, this is too hard, like slow down or I need you to speed up. You can communicate that. With cable, it doesn't work that fucking way. You're going, you're going. You're going at the speed that the cable tells you to. So when you take the turns, you go flying. And that's what a lot of guys do, what's called like a Rayleigh. So it's like the Superman and all kinds of crazy tricks. And they also have a ramp. So at the very beginning, when you get hooked on, you start going to the right, there's a ramp that, I don't know the official term for it, but it's gradual. So if you attack it on the, I want to say it was the right hand side, it was a small ramp. But if you go to the left, it actually like curves up. So you can get way extra air. So I do my one lap and you're not allowed to do anything unless you have a helmet. You're not allowed to hit the ramps. So I'm like, I have my helmet. I want to practice the ramps. I go to to hit the, the ramp, and I guess I kind of fucked up because there was like a little, like, wake. <laughs> I guess I fucked up. <laughs> no. Well, I didn't have the grip. I didn't have the edge of the board to cut towards the smaller one. So I cut just enough to get the lip of, like, the higher part. So I hit it, and instead of getting pulled forward, I spin. I do a 180. But as I'm doing a 180, I'm still going that original direction. So my hands, I just literally just did like, I was dead still in that same position, but turned 180 going the opposite way. So I was at an angle so that my feet, the edge grabs the water and I basically do like a whip into the water. The back of my head smashes into the water. And because I'm thinking the whole time, just hold on, hold on. I was still holding on to this shitty little wooden handle. My forearms smash onto the other edge of the board. So I'm thinking, fuck, I broke both of my arms because I couldn't feel my hands. I'm like, oh shit, I broke both of my arms. It hit so hard. I hit, I can't tell you how fucking hard I hit. But it was enough for me to say, I had my helmet, I'm fine. I wasn't groggy, it wasn't anything. I was like, all right, let me get out of the water. I'm like, you know what, I think I'm done for the day. Because I had already been going for like two hours. No. Still nothing. I was fine. I'm like, undo my board, get off, go to the car, drive home, take a shower. That night I was supposed to go to a party. So I, you know how you turn, like you grab the, the passenger seat and you turn your body to like reverse? So I'm reversing out of my driveway and all of a sudden I felt like someone was pouring oil from my head down to my body. I just felt like this warmth just coming straight down my body. I was like, oh, fuck. What was that? And I'm thinking like maybe I just, um, like maybe I pinched a nerve or something weird like that. It's like I just stopped and like something's not right, but I couldn't tell what it was. I just couldn't feel right. Shut off my car. Go back inside, and then I start realizing everything has a gray haze to it. Everything had a gray haze. So like you know if you were in a in a mist on the morning like mm-hmm. that mist, that's what everything looked like outside of my eyeballs. It was like I was staring through a window like that the whole time. My memory went to shit. You know I have a pretty fucking good memory. My memory went to shit. I would be playing guitar in my room, realize I'm thirsty. I'd get up to go to the kitchen, and by the time I'm in the kitchen, I was like, what am I here for? What the fuck am I doing here? Go back to my room like, fuck, I wanted a drink of water. Get up, go back to the kitchen like, wait, what did I want? So I was like that for about a week, a week and a half. I couldn't remember shit past, like, 30 seconds. I couldn't really do, like, all my old memories were there. Like, the basic stuff. But, like, short-term memory was fucking gone.
1: That Quiet Water is a dangerous place. I almost died there when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. When I was, like, seven or eight years old, it was, like, brand new. <clears throat> and I was, kneeboarding was big. Yeah. And I couldn't get a, knee, a board that was, like, hold me in tight enough. Yeah. So I found one that had, like, a knot in it. So I put it on my, you know, I put it on, I went around, I'd go to the first turn and because I don't know how to turn, take the turns, I fucking eat shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I, you know, there wasn't Velcro that I could undo and just get out of the board. What happened was, is I, I was face down and because my knees are in every time I would come up, the back of the board would hit me in the head and knock me under. Yeah. Well, luckily a dude was driving by or walking by. Dude jumped in with all his clothes and, and saved me. Otherwise, right. I probably... Would have drowned. Would have drowned.
0: Yeah. I knew a girl that, um, that kind of... But it's still a cool thing. place. <laughs> it's like a cool place. It's fun. But it, it is dangerous. It's It's not a fucking joke. And they don't have people to come and pick you up. They don't have fucking guards watching around. Like, you're on your own. So if you crash on the opposite corner, you're fucked. And that's what happened. This girl that I knew, she was a world champion wakeboarder. And she was like, I was... 18 at the time. She was like 16, 17. She was on the total opposite side of the dock. So there's nobody there. She went to go hit the... It was a slide. It was just like one of those big pipe slides like rails. She went on there and the board slipped. She smashed her face into the the pipe and went unconscious. She went completely unconscious face down in the water. And same thing. This kid was like, oh shit. Like they... The kid behind her luckily knew her. He was, like, on the next hook behind her. Jumped off, like, took his board off, went, saved her. They called the ambulance and everything. And same thing. She had, like, a pretty bad concussion. I remember the girl was, like, bipolar, too. She was totally crazy. It's a nice person, but she was totally bad She's crazy. Imagine if it would have knocked her sane. No. If anything, it probably made it worse. I forget what her name was. She was nice, but, yeah, it was, like, I felt so bad for her. She's a, she was a world champion at the time. But that shit is not a fucking joke, man. I would go back. I'm actually going to get rid of my board. I would totally go back, but I'd rather just focus on paddleboarding and surfing. At least all i got to worry about is a shark not eating shit on a ramp. Especially if you see the Meg. Yeah, i got to watch the Meg. Fuck. I'll probably do it this weekend at some point. Nothing good is coming out recently. I'm telling you, Mission Impossible is fucking awesome. Yeah, but I didn't see the last three before it. Oh, you should definitely watch the last one. Before this one, yeah, um, it's just Ghost it, Protocol. Or is that the one where he's
1: outside the plane, hanging on?
0: Yeah, that one's really, really good. Honestly, that one's really good. You don't have to to watch this one, but it does add to the tension. The ending for that one will help tell the story for this one. But it's the ending for that one is really fucking. You good. You know, I. You know, what movies I really dig are the Kingsman movies. I still have to watch the second one. Oh, it's good.
1: Yeah. What 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 Edgar Wright does is he mixes. Music in Yeah very, very well Very well Like I couldn't I could remember When when the first one came out I couldn't stop listening to um, KC and the Sunshine Band Yeah That that song at the end KC is a badass dude
0: Everybody wants you I told you I met him right? Uh, I don't I, man. Like, yeah He's one of the nicest guys Total fucking badass what do you mean? Like, he would be the first one to be like, what the fuck did you say? And just fucking throw down. You wouldn't take it from someone who plays, like, 70s fucking whatever. But, dude, the guy's a fucking badass. He spends his time playing roulette and eating buffalo wings. He's like, that's his thing for after the show. He's like, I want a fucking bowl of buffalo wings. Give me, like, yeah. You, that's, that's his only thing. He doesn't give a shit about, like, drinks or anything like that. Get him fucking buffalo wings. Oh, that's funny. So he's actually an old friend of mine and then old coworker. They were friends, they were good friends growing up, and it's his son's godfather. So he's like, Oh, Casey's man, like in town, he's doing a show. You wanna come meet him? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Hands down, I was the youngest person in there. Of course. Like everybody else is just older women also. What's funny off is, the sky. is people don't realize how many songs. Oh yeah. Getting like he was a legit musician, man. He's a legit musician yeah. just because it's old and was the that. But he, I, I heard he's a real like.
1: I heard he can play almost every instrument. I don't know about that, but I know he's a good
0: fucking musician.
1: And I heard he can play almost every. But but he's, the funk
0: community actually respects Casey. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, the guy's a legit musician. He's a legit good dude. I should try and reach out to him again and see go. Go at least say what's up after a show or whatever. He was a super nice guy. It was hilarious. And his, I want to say it was like his niece or something was there. She was nice. Like everybody was like super cool. But they were telling me all these stories like, oh, Casey was the first one to get into a fight. Like it wouldn't even involve him. But if he knew it was like somebody was talking shit, he would fucking go out of his way to go fuck this guy up. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and I could, all I can see him is kicking somebody's ass
0: in those platform shoes. <laughs> and, and he's a fucking good gambler. And roulette evidently is his thing. Ooh, speaking of which, I got a good story for you. Did I ever tell you that I spent a week in Vegas and spent a night partying, playing roulette with the guy who's going to be um, the Aquaman's dad, or whatever Triton or Neptune. Uh-huh. In the Aquaman movie, who's Nep- who, who's going to be Can't tell you. You don't know the name? No, I know his name. Well, anybody can look it up. What's the difference? Uh, Jules Lewis Jones. What was he in? He's in Aquaman. I don't, what he, was he was in... Be- in uh, what's, what's the movie about... Um, Nelson Mandela and like this... I forget if it's a soccer game or a rugby game. It was fucking... He was like the security guard in that. He's done a bunch of movies. He's a really good actor. He's a Welsh actor. But um, he was there when I was still working with... Uh, with Flex... So one night, it was me, uh, Luke, Flex's brother, um, Damien, who's probably one of the coolest guys you'll ever fucking meet. This guy is a fucking pirate. A legit fucking pirate. And he's a barber. And Jules. And we just fucking killed a night playing roulette, losing money left and right, and drinking. Roulette's
1: just like, it's not... It's such a game of chance. Like, literally a game of chance. Oh, it's a game of chance, but you play the odds. Yeah, but there's really nothing, like... You can play red all night long with a roulette and it would never hit red. Yeah.
0: Just because But if you play the odds, it's actually one of the biggest payouts. So you have to play. Well I'm sure it's one of the yeah, it's a big payout because it's a big risk. Well, it's not even the big risk. So every every spot has different odds. So let's say if you only put one on black, just one on like black seventeen or whatever it is, that odd is different than if you put it on two squares. That odd is different than if you put it on four squares. It's different than if you put it on any black or whatever. So once you learn the specifics of it, you can play it right. You can pretty much win almost every time. That's like, and again, I did it. I fucking went down and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I started catching on to how to play the odds right. And I fucking came right back up like instantly. It's a fun game.
1: I I don't gamble. I'm not a big
0: gambler, but it's a fun fucking game. Yeah.
1: You know, I'd, I'd rather, <laughs> I, I I like things that I can control, and there's nothing you can really control when you gamble because you can't control. That's
0: not true, if you play poker, you can control things.
1: No, I'm talking about you can't control, like outcome. Outcome, because like I'd rather do something where I can control the outcome, where what I do. Not, I'm not saying that like reading people isn't. You know, I'm, I'm talking like you you can't. If you get a shit hand, you get a shit hand, but like. I'd rather do something that like okay, I bet you I could do like a backflip or something like that. You right. know what I'm saying where yeah. something that you can right figure out that if you do it enough you can do it where
0: poker is like, well, if you get a shit hand, you better be a good bluffer. Uh, right. You know. Well, you can still win. That's I mean, if you look at it pros like Daniel Negreanu or Patrick Antonius, like if you look up those guys, there's you're not wrong I want to say it was I want to say it was Patrick Antonius is the guy's name there was a tournament in Europe where it was like a two three day thing and it was by you get points by the wins that you would have so he realized he's like fuck up like the first day he's like in the hole so he kind of analyzed the rules of the game he's like the only way for me to win is if I play every hand and I fucking win everything He's like, I have to win today. And then he was, it was such a weird level of I don't give a fuck to I want to win that he, like, from the start of the game, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. All right, guys, we're going to start playing. He did not look at a single hand and he bet all in every hand. And he won. He won the fucking, this was like an all day tournament. He fucking beat out everybody in like 30 minutes. That's crazy. It's fucking insane. Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, he's not even, he's like, I'm not even going to look at the cards. Like, all in. And people wanted to keep playing, and they're like, okay, he can't win every card, he'd still win. It's fucking, I'll send you a link, I'll find it. I Don't, don't quote me on it being Patrick Antonius, but it's one of those things you're like, fuck, man. It's like, don't even look. That's why I compete in jiu-jitsu. If I'm going to compete, I'm going to compete in something that no, you gotta I... you got to worry about refs. Yeah, well that... The... Why don't you do, a, like, like, a big tournament? Like a real tournament outside of IBJJF? Like, what do you mean? Like a... Like try and get into like an EBI or try and do like some kind of super fight there's, or something. Again, there's levels to this. Shit. Or fight, fight I'd have to fight win. To fight another you could do old a fight man. to win. As long as it's against another old man. No, you could still win against like younger guys. I could. You would have to like really, really. Train. I'd have to really
1: train hard. And, but I mean,
0: you have a solid team between Steve and Alex, and I mean, I'd come out and help whatever way I yeah, can too. I,
1: I, you know, I'm dude, I still can't get my back right, man
0: told you, like, are you doing all the stuff with Mary Beth? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing her Saturday. I'm, I'm telling you, Saturday. do the super Foot Wallace, like, stretches. I'm telling you, do the super Foot Wallace stretches. You need to do that and you need to go see the guys at Novagenix. You might just need a shot. A P- PRP? Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. It's just I can't. Have you gone like at least to get like an ultrasound or whatever? No, or, like, I mean i've MRI? been
1: dealing it I've been dealing with it for a year and a half. I've I've gone to chiropractors. I've gone to doctors. Yeah. There's really nothing there. It's just. But it's a just, chiropractor
0: isn't a fucking doctor. I
1: understand that, but I'm saying I've gone to doctors, and there's really like, like I haven't gotten an MRI, but like
0: you also haven't done that DDT. Uh, the DDP yoga in a long time
1: no but I do yoga every Sunday yeah
0: well no you gotta do it every day yeah
1: so it's like there's been you know there's a lot of stuff
0: that I need to
1: that needs, like I plan on competing at the fall Miami
0: Open it's a couple months away it's just I'm telling you go like do those super, uh, the super foot stretches like do it like every day like the way you're supposed to for like a week I think you'll see a huge difference like I am not feeling anything right now in my back Mine's really down. not my
1: back. It's my hip.
0: That's it's what it still, is. It's even more so it, to do it, that. It's, 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 it's all connected. You know it's all connected. No, I know it's all
1: connected. It's just I want to compete. It's just my body's not healthy enough. It's weird. It's like one day I feel great. Yeah. And then the next day I feel like shit.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely need to go get like an MRI and get it like checked out. Yeah, but or... I'm not going to get an MRI. What they're All they're going to tell me is if I need... I'm not going to get surgery for it. No, you're not going to get surgery, but at least you have an idea of what's really going on. Because yeah. I mean, let's be honest, you don't know what's happening.
1: No, but but a year and a half dealing with it, it sucks. What I if s- it's a tumor? It's not a tumor. What if it's a tumor? It's not a tumor. Could be a bone spur. Well, I know, I know exactly when it happened. What? I was I was training with Corey. Yeah. And I was standing over him, and he tripped me, and when I fell I fell to my right hip
0: and Uh. my upper body went Bit. Uh, you probably like burst the I twisted something you you probably know because you landed on it you probably like hit the sack
1: no it it was the twist that did it it wasn't the fall because I fell on my right butt cheek yeah it was the my upper body was going this way and like it went that like a a quick jerk motion and I felt it I was like oh
0: yeah I paid for mine for the longest time (laughs) And I remember who fucked it up, too. I wish I could see him. He hasn't enrolled with us in years. But I wish I could see him. I'd fucking punch him in the throat. Fucking asshole. He's one of, he was one of those people that, like, Oh, I'm just giving you a little resistance so you know how it feels. You'll have to tell and me. He was, to he was like, 350 pounds. Yeah. You'll You'll fucking you fat piece of shit. You'll huh? tell me when we're... When yeah, we're I'll tell it. you. after. I'll, I'll tell you who it is now. I'm fuck. Fuck that guy. Who he was... was, it? was this, remember Rudy? Yeah. Yeah, Rudy's the one that did it. He fucked up my back and it took me all this time to get it like it was still hurting. I'd have good days and bad days and then like after the car accident, it just fucking just flared up like crazy. So, when it how long we have we are at 120? Um
1: so my here's some advice for people when it comes to drilling.
0: Don't, don't resist.
1: Don't give somebody resistance if they don't ask for it. Number 1. Alright, that's, that's a dick thing to do. Let and them... if you
0: weigh 200 pounds more than the other person, how about you don't fucking squish them when you stack them and you just fucking practice like a normal human being. And
1: and then here's the speech I give to everybody when they're first learning how to drill. You drill like pasta. And what I mean by that... Al dente. You don't want to be raw pasta that you're so t- so stiff you break... You don't want to be overcooked pasta where you're just a, a, a Flop. floppy noodle that with zero kind of resistance. What you want to be is you want to be al dente,
0: firm. Can we Can we really work on your analogies? Why? What? What's wrong with that? That's
1: a perfect analogy. That is a shit analogy. No, that is a perfect analogy because everybody I say it to understands it completely. Do you know
0: how many people know how to cook pasta? I think they know the difference between al dente and overcooked. No, I bet you they don't. As someone who likes to cook, I guarantee you people don't fucking know what al dente means. Well, people, people just use that phrase, people, I'll have mine al dente,
1: please. Well, let me, let me tell you, I guarantee you they know the difference between raw and overcooked.
0: I bet you if you went to fucking Carabas or what's, what's the other one, the Olive Garden, and if you said you wanted your pasta al dente, people would be like, no fucking clue what you mean. Well, We're cooking they, pasta, eat the fucking pasta. Yeah,
1: no, I understand
0: that. But I'm saying people... Do you under- know how to cook pasta al dente? You cook it. Uh, you cook it. You keep fucking craft mac and cheese. Minute Mike isn't fucking doesn't count. No,
1: hey, look, I'm Italian. I, I, I've cooked spaghetti for a very long time. I'm half Italian.
0: I'm I'm gonna have. Oh, with ragu, it's so good. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. Look, I can't talk shit. Ragu does have some good stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> I make fucking pizza from scratch. I've made pasta from scratch. I make my own pasta sauce. But I'm not gonna lie. There's some good fucking pre-made pasta sauces out there. <laughs> it is what it is, man. And don't give me that fucking what's the the, the guy from Fort Lauderdale, Martoranos or something? I don't know. The one that has like he had a place in the the Hard Rock and the ball. Oh, I have and no idea. Fucking thumb with thumbs. Like yeah, that place sucks. If you talk to me about fucking Italian places and you give me that guy's name, you can go fuck yourself. The best two best Italian meals I've
1: ever had. One was these the, nuts. No. One was in Venice. Of course. One of the best lasagnas I've ever had in my life, right? And the second best were stuffed shells that I had on Air Austria f- on the way back from... I think I've had those. It was the most incredible stuffed shell I've ever had. Like, you know they actually
0: make them fresh, though. Well, that
1: yeah. regard- I don't know how they make it. I just know it was one of the best... Italian meals I've ever had on an airplane in coach for 8 hours yeah that sucks how many meals did they give you? well it was one they had to wake me up because I
0: took two Xanax yeah see I like that when I took my flight to to South Korea I think I had like fuck like 3 or 4 meals more it was, like, meals, like, full-blown meals, and then, like, legit snacks and stuff. Did they give you Korean food on your way over You to had the sea? option for it, yeah. You had the option for it. Um, I think they had kimchi and stuff like that. Um, and then I also got rocked in the face by an iPad, and the guy didn't even apologize. I didn't tell you this? No. <laughs> it's like... I'll make it... I'll just tell you that part of the story. I was sick, and I had an 18, 19-hour flight to South Korea, and I was fortunate enough that they put me in like business slash first class so i actually got to lay down so i was fucking sprawled out i'm like i just want to sleep i just want to sleep because i was sick and there was a guy that sat next to me i'm assuming he's korean i'm not sitting there and judging he might have been chinese because we stopped in china but he had his ipad so because it's business obviously you have more space so there was like an armrest that was probably about a foot wide it was more than ample room between us so he set his ipad there and I'm sleeping on the right side right next to him and he I guess bumped his iPad and it fucking smashed me in the face he just goes like I wake up like wondering what happened just grabs his iPad goes back and just goes back to watch didn't say sorry like nothing maybe like, he doesn't know the word either way you put your hands up saying yeah, yeah my bad <laughs> like no nothing he just went right back to watching and eating whatever it was I'm like are you serious right now that was just,
1: the, the big thing I noticed about Asian people is they have no... Don't give a fuck. Well, they have, they, yeah, they, they have no chill when it comes to, like, personal
0: space. But see, that was in, like, China. In South Korea, I, I really hope my friends in South Korea, because I made a couple of friends there, I hope they hear it. I had a fucking blast meeting people in South Korea. And, like, once in a while we still message back and forth super nice people plenty of like space nobody got like super close to you or like anything like in china but but
1: yeah well that's what it was is is when i did the european thing we had run into chinese tours and like you're at a breakfast buffet yeah they have zero
0: problem like moving you out of the way yeah it was so weird and i think you and i are both the same on that one it's like don't fucking touch Don't me. touch me. I, that's my thing. Like, I hate when people stand super close to me in line at the grocery store or whatever. When I'm I don't like, I
1: really don't like when people touch
0: me in yeah. general, even friends. Yeah. Like, if I don't I know, know. We do that as a joke. No, no. But if, if
1: I'm sitting there, if I'm doing something yeah. and you come up and, and touch my shoulder, I don't like it. If I don't, if I'm not so expecting it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, don't yeah. touch me.
0: Yeah.
1: Quit touching me. I don't want to be touched. <laughs>
0: like I'm gonna do that more but I grew up in a more like I mean that's how we are it's like we're an affectionate household so like if my friends come up and they grab me or whatever like I'm all like okay I'm cool with it but if we're out in public and we're standing in line there's no reason for you to have your nuts on my butt cheeks like none of that so I just started what if we're
1: in line at the gangbang
0: well then I'll be the one at the end and you'll be the one at the front um I no. mean, is it acceptable if my nuts touch your butt? You, no. Definitely. if we're standing in line
1: at the gangbang? No. I want to know these things for the future.
0: I got to the point now where I fart on people if they get too close to me. If I'm standing in line at Best Buy and there's no reason for someone standing next to me, like, right that close behind me, I'll just fucking rip. I'll just rip. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you want to be that close, if you want to get that close to know me and get my space... You're going to have to – I can't gonna, wait. You're going to have to savor my flavor. I can't wait till
1: I'm that old man that doesn't care and, like, just going down the aisles publish and publish. Like, I've seen – like, I've gotten to the point now. Yeah. Like, it used to be I wouldn't fart in public. Now I'm getting to the point where i like, I'll let it go and I don't care a little bit because yeah. the aisle's empty. Yeah. Even though there might be people on the other aisle. But I'm. it's funny. I noticed that there's a uh, – a process to not caring who hears you fart. Yeah. Because have you ever been in an aisle where the old man's just going down yeah, the aisle and t-
0: fucking tootin'. ripping them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. As long as I don't get hit by the gas, I'm good. Now, here, 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 let me ask you a and question. And it's not next to the produce. Let me ask you a question. This sealed, the,
1: sealed food items, I don't care. Here's the question.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Public bathrooms.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Urinal. You're standing at the nope. urinal. Is it okay to nope. cut? No. Nope. Fucking turd cheese at the urinal. Like fart? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're in the bathroom. That's what you that's what the whole point of it. Even though you're what if what if it's say say it's a um what's the word I'm looking for? Say it's a sporting event. Say you're at Fuck it, yeah. And, and but it's the intermission and every urinal's filled and now it's your turn at the urinal. Is it cool
0: to fart at that urinal? I guarantee you every single guy in there is gonna laugh. Yeah. You're in the bathroom. That's what it's there for. It's rude if you were anywhere else doing it, but that's the point of the bathroom. That's what it's there for.
1: I don't know. I think there's a fine line.
0: There's a rule about you try – like if like, there's space, like if there's plenty of urinals, let's say there's five urinals and you and I go in there, you take one, I take five. Yeah. There's and then somebody even, comes in to three. three. Maybe somebody, somebody three. Maybe three or four. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. But like, no, you go five. If there's three, you're in one, I'm in three. The person comes in, you could take two, but you gotta go to the stalls. You can't fill in that gap no, unless but it happens stalls. all the time. Yeah.
1: Have you ever been there and you know somebody's coming and you go, please go to two, please go to two, yeah. instead of going to four? Don't yeah. go to four because I'm here, because yeah. I'm, at, I'm at five. And
0: then the door is the only one that has the door closed and they're still like, taken. No room at the inn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I realized? The lost art <coughs> of knocking. Kids kids don't know anymore what stink bombs
1: oh the in the hand the little glass oh actual stink bombs. yeah
0: the actual stink bombs do they sell them oh yeah i was about to buy some the other day at uh at uh on amazon i think they made some like illegal or whatever because it's like obnoxious gases whatever but when's the last time you saw anyone do some solid damage with a stink bomb well nowadays you might get in trouble But, I mean, how good was that? Someone will get offended. How good was that back in the day? I never did them. So, if if people don't know what a stink bomb is. I thought
1: you were talking cup of cheese. No, that one's... fart in your hand. I call that happy birthday. We call that cup of cheese.
0: No. If people don't know, stink bomb is this tiny little piece of glass. Like, I guess it's kind of shaped like a beer bottle sometimes. With a yellow liquid in there. And what you were supposed to do is you either throw it on the floor... Or, if you were slick like me, you'd be discreet about it. You'd drop it and step over it as you were walking away. And what it does is puts out the smell of the most obnoxious fart someone's ever like laid. sulfur. It's sulfur. So it fucking reeks. We used to do it all the time. I'd always do it walking into a movie theater because it was carpet so you wouldn't hear it hit. And you could step on it or someone would step on it. So everyone that would walk in, like, we'd be the first ones in the theater. You'd do it, and then you'd hear, oh, my God, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, i love doing that. Now they have it on spray, though. They have a, a fart spray. There's a lot of things you can't do
1: as a kid anymore. Like, like well, take, like, you, we, we brought up uh, Jerky Boys earlier today. Yeah, can't prank you call You can't anybody. prank call anybody anymore. Nobody
0: does it anymore. Well, you
1: can't. There's caller ID and if if you well, get you a, fake it. Yeah, but if you get if you get a call that says unknown number, you're not answering that phone. Yeah. So you're or not if get, it's like a random number that random you random number safe. you don't know. Yeah. But like Jerky Boys, man, that that was I uh, think they're coming out with another one though. That was a cultural like they could call businesses and that'd yeah. be about it. But that was a cultural phenomenon when in the nineties. It blew up.
0: You know. And, and it's like and it was just things we did as a kid. Yeah. Prank calling people and then the day that you learned about star 69 oh yeah blocking the number star 67 yeah like to make sure that the person didn't call back and yep. then talk to your mom and be like oh what the hell like hey somebody called me from this line trying to prank call me nah whatever I think we should probably wrap it up it's 940 um and you head the hell out is there anything else you needed to say no not a thing oh shout out to Tom happy birthday to Tom oh dude did I tell you what I was doing to him yesterday no
1: I just kept I just kept sending him old man gifts like all day when's your birthday
0: huh when's your birthday in June oh yeah that's right lame yeah no well happy birthday I just
1: kept sending him old man gifts (laughs) I
0: actually sent him a photo of you I literally sent him a photo of you
1: happy birthday
0: yeah i literally said happy birthday and i sent him the, that selfie you posted on instagram he says i want to fucking drop kick him <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah happy birthday tom i doubt you're even fucking listening to this yeah you're not gonna listen to this yeah so much for the support from the home crew anyway thank you very much to our sponsors thank you to choke aloha thank you to Jujitsu jitsu soap co and thank you to GiraffeChoke.com. go check them out show some support Please support the podcast by picking up some of my artwork. Just go over to mycosmicjourney.com. Get some more info there.
1: And next week we might be having a a new sponsor.
0: Oh yeah? Yeah, like uh, that's when I put the 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 audio clip from uh, what was it? A casino whatever. It's to say fuck you, pay me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll get it going. So, we'll definitely push that as well. Follow Sean on Instagram, Gorilla Boy BJJ. Go harass him. Tell him he has uh, lovely man boobs for gorgeously woofy male. Tell me how handsome I am. And so, yes, please lie to Sean as much as possible. That's not Follow me, Sondra Marketing. Follow the podcast. Please subscribe. If you guys enjoy the podcast, please leave a comment. Leave a rating on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is that you find it. Share it with your friends. If you want to share the photo... Um, that we post up on uh, on Instagram and just spread the love. I'd really appreciate it. We'd really appreciate it, and uh, it gives us more fuel to keep this going. Hopefully, we can get AJ Souza up on here finally. Shout out to Gilbert, who's competing this weekend finally.
1: Um, oh, yeah, that's going to be rad. Yeah, finally. Such a rad card.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good card. So, so go ahead, support Gilbert Burns. Well, Check out Kasai. I'll,
1: you know what? Fuck that. Fuck every or fuck every. Yeah. Support
0: don't. every grappler because these guys. No, I'm not going to support yeah, every grappler. F- Some support guys em. are dicks. Fuck them. Sure. Fuck them. Y- look, I'm going to support the people that I like. No,
1: support all the grapplers because that gives us more opportunities. Hey, you.
0: You're a grappler. I don't know you. I'm sure you might be a cool guy, but if you're not, go fuck yourself. Old school, uh, dude. I love this show. Oh, the old school thrashers. Yeah. where to go, Sean. Where'd to interrupt the outro. Anyways, thank you everyone for the support. Go ahead and spread the love share the podcast, subscribe, hit the review, give us a five-star if you like it, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace out. You can't
1: Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheel of living Livingston right. Jet flag, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding
0: these alligators up!